0: It's Amy Sherman from Home Live and Michigan's Best, and we are continuing our series on focusing on some cool businesses that are doing great things all across the state of Michigan. This is the Crafted in Michigan series, and it's brought to you by Founders Brewing Company. And right now, I'd like to welcome our next guest, Kate Cook from Rich and Maple Candles. Hello, Kate. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm really intrigued by your story because I've heard that Rich and Maple Candles, um, which is based on the west side of the state, um, actually you were an employee of Founders when you decided to kind of try this candle making business, right? I was, yes.
1: I worked for Founders for five years from starting in 2015 and I started there as a taproom manager and then I was in international logistics for a little bit and then um, most recently I was the creative project coordinator. So, while I was there, they're very good at inspiring and fostering people to kind of chase their own dreams, chase your what if, if you will. And um, I started making candles in 2017, mainly just as Christmas gifts for friends and family. And it just kind of took off and people loved them. And then after the Christmas season ended everyone just kept asking me for them how to buy them. Can I make them more. Can they pay me on the side, whatever. (laughs) So I was like, you know what, maybe I can just keep doing this. So I was doing it just after working on the weekends for fun for a while. And then I started doing local craft shows um, makers events, things like that. And it's just kind of blossomed from there. That's
0: amazing. Now, why did you choose candles? What was the draw to candles? I mean, you could have started knitting, you could have started, you know, you could have, whatever. Why candles? I just was thinking, what is something that
1: everybody likes? Like, what is a gift that if you get, you're never going to think, oh man, another candle? (laughs) Everyone likes candles and you can't have too many candles. And as I started playing with it, I realized I was really good at mixing my scents. And so they were really unique. I also had an issue where every time I went to the store, like I would spend hours at TJ Maxx in the candle aisle and never <laughs> finding like the exact scent that I really liked and I would smell something and say this is great, but it means this. So I just thought it was a really good outlet for my creativity and I just thought I was really good at it. So candles- Well,
0: I've heard from several people that your candles really do smell fantastic. So what you, what makes yours different than a, a candle I might buy at TJ Maxx.
1: I think it's just not, they're, they're not cookie cutter. So I, I'm really intentional when I mix the scents, I buy scents that I really like and then tweak them. And I use a multitude of different fragrance oils from many different companies. Um, some are full essential oils, some are just food grade fragrance oils. All of them are non-toxic, they're all chemical free. Um, and I mix them and I spend a lot of time testing them, burning them at my own home and then giving them to friends and family and asking their opinions on them. And that way, I just feel like it's not something you're going to smell if you just go to TJ Maxx or Home Goods and pick one up. It's completely different.
0: So, a, I want to come to your house because I can only imagine how good it smells. <laughs> I'll put it all the time, <laughs> right? And B, what are some of these interesting flavors that you're putting together that might be a little unexpected to the regular consumer? So,
1: over Christmas time, which is peak candle season, by the way, Christmas and the holidays. Um, I did one that I called Mary and it was kind of like, I want a Christmas scent. That's all the Christmas things. So it was a little bit orange, a little bit cinnamon, a little bit pine, a little bit just everything about Christmas. And it just nailed it. And that was a super popular one for me. I also did one that mixed lemon and cinnamon, which I thought sounded really weird. But when I combined them, it was awesome. Um, right now, the spring scents, they're pretty floral, um, but what I like to do is make it a lot less heavy floral, give you a headache, that's too mm-hmm. much flower in the house. Mm-hmm. I like to make them more subtle and mix in a little bit of interesting, more deep bass notes to them. So like a bergamot or a sandalwood with jasmine kind of just brings the jasmine down a little bit and makes it a little bit less in your face.
0: It's, that's very interesting because it really sounds like you're almost like a chef, but you're working with wax. <laughs>
1: Kind of, yeah. (laughs) It's a lot
0: of trial and error. Do you take inspiration from food or from things that you try out in the world? I mean, not now. No one can go out in the world right now, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily food. I think I take most of my inspiration from nature. So it's a lot of natural things, a lot of things from the outside and then things that kind of are inspired by memory. So Like lilac, for example, is really important to me because where my family's house where I grew up, there was so many lilac bushes. So it's just a nostalgia thing. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to make that specific lilac, not just a lilac fragrance oil, but that specific one because it kind of brings that memory back out for me. And I think that's really special to people too because a lot of us share those memories all having been in West Michigan and there's the same flora and fauna, you know?
0: I love that because I talk a lot about how... um flavor is, is, is a memory inducer, as is smell. And I think it is something that people are kind of, they don't think about it that way, but then you smell something, you're like, holy cow, I'm 10 years old again, right? <laughs>
1: exactly. exactly. It brings you right back there.
0: I like that. So to walk us through the process of how you're making candles. And do you have a production facility? I know you're located in, in West Michigan, but how are, how are you creating these? Just right in my home. So we have... <laughs> A fourth
1: bedroom is what they call it here, but it's just a little tiny space. And so I turned that kind of into my office slash production facility. Um, Last year, well, up until last year, I was just double boiling the wax on my stove and I upgraded to a big 65 gallon wax melter. So that kind of changed the game for me Um, so I can produce a lot more now from here and a lot more quickly. Um, I installed a bunch of shelves to hold all my inventory and I was really excited this year for all of the markets that were scheduled. Unfortunately, most of them this front half of the year have been canceled. So I'm really hoping that the August ones pull through. Mm -hmm. But um, I use coconut wax, which is a little bit different than a lot of candles on the market. I started out using soy, which is obviously the most popular one currently. And it's very trendy and it is super natural. Um, but after doing some research, I realized that soy wax is not very sustainable. Um, soy is in high demand in a lot of industries across a lot of different products and it's not super sustainable. So Hmm. I found coconut wax over, I say over quarantine during, during the pandemic, um, and started experimenting with it and just loved it. It's so natural. It smells so much better, more clean. It burns more evenly. It's much easier to work with. Um, and coconut is a highly sustainable crop. So I was really excited to find that. Um, I use all natural wicks, all natural fragrance oils, as I mentioned, so everything in my candles is 100% natural. And I've had a lot of people tell me that that makes all the difference because you know right away if you're burning a candle that has toxins in it, it will give you a headache, it will make you cough, it will flare up any allergies that you might have. So this is really something that's a high quality product that you can feel safe burning in your home.
0: Hmm. I never thought about that, but that totally makes sense. I mean, you, you are burning a live flame, right? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought yeah. about the, the toxic part of it. That's really, really interesting. Why was that important to you to make sure that it was natural and, and, and good? You could have gone the cheap route. You could have just done whatever and thrown some nice scents in it, right? Right. Yeah, you totally can. And honestly, that's what a lot of them are on the market. Um,
1: but I guess it was just important to me because I did react to unnatural candles. I did get headaches and they did you know make me cough and sneeze. And I didn't want to make a product and give it to my friends and family knowing that it was gonna cause that kind of reaction. Um, So I wanted to make sure that it was super natural and that it was healthy for them. I had one person tell me that she had burned a specific type of candle in her home for years. And then when they went to sell it, the inspector came and said that all of the inside of their walls and ceilings and vents and things were tarred black because of her candles that she was burning because they were so bad. And really? so I, wanted, I just wanted to set myself apart from that and
0: just be a little bit different and a little bit more healthy. Seems like a smart choice. <laughs> so <laughs> well, how do you get, um, how do you, how are you doing most of your sales? Are you mostly online? And then you mentioned that you do do the, the makers fairs and things like that. Yeah. So
1: um, during the pandemic, I was heavily online and being off of work. It gave me a lot of time to kind of focus on that and social media and marketing and kind of reaching out and Then Founders did their Crafted in Michigan series and they posted a series of stories for local makers um, in our community and they featured me and that day it just blew up. So since then I've gotten so many new social media followers. I've gotten a ton of hits to the website. Um, I'm just doing my best kind of now to keep up with the volume of demand and still trying to plan for keeping inventory for um, the makers markets later in the year, which fingers crossed they still happen, but those are the most fun because you're in front of the person and you get to explain it and talk to them. Um, online, it's very difficult to explain a scent. So Mm -hmm. I I prefer the
0: in-person, but the online has been amazing. Well, Kate, as a former employee of Founders, were you at all surprised when they created this Crafted in Michigan campaign? I mean, for some businesses, it would seem strange to promote other businesses. I mean, and they've even moved into promoting other breweries at this point, or is this really what Founders is all about?
1: No, it's definitely what Founders is all about and they do so much for the community and care so much about the community. It didn't shock me at all. I know all of those people personally and have for years and they're amazing people and I know that it comes from a genuine place and that's why I was so honored and felt so grateful that they wanted to share me, Um, especially being a former employee and obviously I'm still close friends with a lot of the people that work there and so I'm not shocked at all and applaud them for doing that, giving back to the people around here. That's great. Now, are you doing the candles full-time or you're not still at Founders, right? I'm not still at Founders. Um, I have been doing candles full-time during the pandemic. That wasn't the plan, but that's turned into the reality. And I'm, I'm actually, it's kind of a silver lining. It's fun to do. I enjoy doing it and it's giving me a lot of time to focus on the craft.
0: Nice. So if people are, are interested in checking out your candles, obviously we can't go and, and try them ourselves right now, but tell us tell me some of your top selling scents that people might be really interested in trying out, whether it's a seasonal spring one or some of your, your all-time best sellers.
1: Yeah. So um, currently I would say my best seller is Lemon and Lily, which is a citrusy floral scent. You can probably guess from the name and that one has just been flying. Um, it's very spring Around through until the fall just because it's become so popular Um, the lilac scent that I mentioned earlier has been extremely popular and also my bergamot and moss which is uh, bergamot is kind of a lime citrus orangey smell Um, and I mixed it with more of a woodland so don't think necessarily pine but more just a Michigan woodland and it smells so good people love it so those I think are probably my top three right now. But
0: um, Those all sound amazing. They really sound amazing. (laughs) Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) I recently started doing these um, little sample ones. So they're little two ounce candles and I have them on my website right now. I thought that would be a good way for people to kind of smell them before they commit to a full size candle. And so you can buy a little sample of each of the scents if you wanted to try each one or give them as gifts or what have you. Oh,
0: I like so, that. It's like a sure. sampler pack of scents
1: you can get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get a little sampler pack and try them out. See what you like. <laughs> I like that. Do you have one of the regular candles there. Yes. So they're regularly like this. They're currently double wicked cotton wicks. Um, I intentionally leave a label off of it and keep it on the bottom just because I like minimal decor in my home and I know that other people appreciate that. So I do a matte black and then there's the stonewash gray. And I also have a frosted white. Um, I've been experimenting too with doing some wooden wicks in some of them. So those might be coming soon, but currently they're all the double cotton wick.
0: I like that. I like how it's not an ad for your business. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but some candles you get, you're like, I don't want to promote you know what I mean? I'm, I just want a nice candle in my living room, and not exactly. yeah, a screaming maybe. Like to, when I
1: buy candles or products like that, I just want them to kind of fit into the decor. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, when it's lit, it kind of speaks for itself. And I would like people instead, if they're visiting their friends and family, to ask, "What is that?" Instead of just seeing the label really big on the
0: side. Right. So that's,
1: that was kind of my thought behind it.
0: Smart. Okay, what can we expect uh, next from rich and maple candles. Okay, so currently,
1: like I said, I'm experimenting with different wicks, um, wooden wicks specifically so I'm hoping that that's going to come soon because they're great. Um, I've also been experimenting with um, multi purpose cleaners and room sprays with the same rich and maple fragrances as well as hand soaps. So so you can have um, a not, whole lineup of scents, so everything matches. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Um, kind of like a home fragrance kit and you can, you know, buy them by the fragrance, buy them individually, what, whatever you'd like, but they're not currently out there. I'm just testing in the testing phase right now, but I'm hoping that those will be coming
0: soon. Something to look forward to. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kate Cook from Rich and Maple, if people want to order some candles or learn more about your business, where should they go? Well, my website's
1: richandmaple.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Rich and Maple and on Facebook at Rich and Maple. So any of those three places, um, the only way you can currently order them is through the website. Um, And I also do custom orders. So there's a place on there where you can request um, your own custom labels, your own custom scents, that kind of thing. Um, I've done them for bridal showers, weddings, baby showers, that kind of thing. So you can just reach out to me. My email is hello at richandmaple.com. I love it. And
0: we're going to keep our fingers crossed that makers markets are going to open again, hopefully in August. (laughs) I I really, really hope so. (laughs) Well, we hope so too. All right. Kate Cook from Rich and Maple. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having me. That was fun. Awesome. Hey, if you want to get more information, you want to head to MLive.com.